Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 10th of June and not a particularly good end to the week either, unfortunately, which has been a pretty desperate week, down 4.1 odd percent for the ASX 200 and some sectors getting hurt far more than that as we've seen the banking sector well and truly in focus this week. For the record though, we closed down 87.7 points. That is 1.25%. We closed at 69.32, which was pretty much near the lows. We opened at 7,004.8. We had a high of 7,006.2. We had a low today of 6,926.9. 6,000. So we have fallen quite away this week. Plenty of nerves, though, pre-US CPI tonight. So that's the main reason for our falls today. Of course, we did have the ECB news as well overnight with Christine Lagarde saying that the ECB was going to be really hawkish and raise rates by 25 basis points in July and could even go for 50 basis points in September, given ECB inflation is over 8%. That doesn't seem a very worthwhile exercise to try and tame the inflation tiger which looks to be a little bit out of control in the European Union. Today we saw the banks, they did flip-flop, they did try and rally, but in the end it was not to be. The big bank basket falling another 1.2% down. Commonwealth Bank down 1.2%, National Bank down 0.7%, Westpac down 1.5% and ANZ down 1.2%. CBA was the biggest effect, that was six index points alone. NAB's only 1.2 index points. And we also saw Macquarie uh, getting a bit of infection after holding up so well the other day with uh, a positive day when the big four were falling. They fell 3.5% today. And it also slipped over into the insurance market with QBE down 2%, IAG down 2.6%, Suncorp down 1.7%. And wealth managers under pressure again. The party's over for Hamish. The big return, the prodigal son, at least as a consultant in October, uh, Magellan was down 4.2% today. Janus Henderson down 1.7%. And we saw GQG partners down 1.1%. Looking across the industrial landscape, West Farmers continue to fall down 2.5%. We also saw falls today in the REITs with Goodman Group down 2.8%. GPD down 4.4 and Dexas down 3.8 so the REITs rapidly unwinding there. Telstra also died a little bit down 1.6% with TPG down 2% as well. Healthcare held up a little better. CSL only marginally changed down 0.1 we did see Sonic down 1.3 but Ramsey managed to eke out a flat day. No change. Transurban was the only winner really in the industrial space, up 0.4 of a percent. Uh, that was uh, a good result for them. We also saw Aristocrat up 0.4 of a percent as well. So that certainly helped there. Qantas down 1% today. Looking across at some of the consumer staples, Coles down 1.3, Woolies down 0.5, and in tech stocks, a little bit uh, of uh, green on the screen there, zero up. but CPU down 1.5%, Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 5.7%, and Wise Tech Global down 1.4%. 
there with Zip down 0.8 of a percent today and Sezzle down 5.8 percent with the Alltech index down 0.92 of a percent. Looking across in resources, shifting gears, uh, we did see a bit of a bloodbath, but uh, we also saw a bit of a late rally in resource stocks. BHP closing virtually unchanged, uh, which was pretty good, down only two cents. Fortescue down half a percent. Rio, though, down 1.3 percent. South 32 in the base metals copped it hard today, down 4.2 percent, as did IGO, down 2.4 percent. And Linus down 5.7%. But we did see the lithium stocks spared the rod slightly. Pilbara was down 1.7%. It had a low of $2.14, closing at $2.25. So we did see a bit of a rally there. Same applied to stocks like Core Lithium, which closed up up 2.5%. It had a low of $1.105, closed at $1.24.5. So I'm not sure what's going on in that space, but clearly some buyers emerging in the bargain hunting phase in the lithium stocks. Oil and gas also easing today. We had Woodside Energy. Uh, they closed down 1.6%. Santos down 1.5%. Coal stocks easier as well. Sol Pats down one6 Whitehaven down one3 And Ampol down 2.3% there. In corporate news today, not a huge amount around, but Bubs rose 9.2% after announcing a pretty bullish U.S. distribution deal. This follows the phone call from Joe Biden to get the formula over there and get it over there quickly. They now have quite a big U.S. distributor, one of the biggest over there. Uh, TER also had a good day. That was Terracom. Uh, They were up 1.9%, 9.3 million shares traded. Uh, They did hit a high of 86.5 and uh, closed at 80, so closing pretty much on their lows. Helios also had a goodish day today. They were up 2.1% after it was announced that uh, one KG investor, John Wiley, the Wiley Coyote they call him, uh, has lodged a substantial shareholder notice for that one of 5.15%, 29.8 million shares there. And Breville, not toast at all today, were up 1%, 18 cents after they reaffirmed guidance and updated the market on the Lilit transaction, which is the Italian upmarket coffee machine maker that they bought. In economic news, we had business turnover numbers from the ABS and CPI from China showing the effects of lockdowns. Inflation definitely not an issue in China at the moment, but unfortunately that is a rare point in the inflation storm. So, um, We saw Asian markets mixed again. Japan off 1.4. China was up 0.4. And Hong Kong was down 0.3. In the winners for Grinner's Circle today, we had Lake Resources, LKE, up 5.7%. Big volumes as well, 24.2 million. Zero was another winner today, up 4.03%. million worth traded in that one. And we had ERA better, not much volume there, 3.5%. Meridian Energy, 3.1%. Core Lithium, 2.5% better. Helios, 2.1% better. And Pushpay, 2% better. With Sinlay Milk, one of the suppliers of infant formula in terms of uh, raw product, was up 2.0% there. In the naughty corner on the naughty step today, we saw... 
well, there wasn't much volume in some of these, but we saw ARU, Arafura, uh, copying the rare earths uh, downgrade at the moment that's happening. 6.4% down. Points bet, 5.8% down. Sims down 5.8%. That's Sims Limited, SGM. Linus down 5.7%. SQ2, the artist formerly known as Square, now Block, were well and truly blocked, down 5.7%. Chalice down 5.6% today with a change of director's interest notice for that one as well coming out today. Positive sectors, not much to be honest. We had toll roads, I guess is the best that you could say. Transurban up 0.4 and we did see uh, Atlas Arterial unchanged today. So that was the best of the bunch really. Everything else was down. US CPI of course tonight. The big bank basket was whacked to 165.76. That's now off around $22 since uh, the AFR banking summit. So uh, not a good look for that. That's around 12% down. It did try and rally briefly today, but succumbed to the sellers again. Alltech index falling 0.9 gold, better at 25.93 in Aussie dollar terms, mainly because the Aussie dollar under pressure at 71.12. Bitcoin steady at 30,089, just holding above that 30,000 level. 10-year yields higher at 3.65%. And currently we've got Dow futures modestly higher and NASDAQ futures modestly higher. And I say modestly and I mean modestly. Just coming around now on the CNBC um, TV, uh, we have uh, Dow futures up around 30-odd points and NASDAQ futures up around uh, 30 points as well. Major movers today, we saw that Terracom move on the company update, 1.9%. We also saw QPM, they were up 4.7% on a change of director's interest. PSQ, which is Pacific Smiles, a uh, dental, uh, Dow futures up 52 as we speak. PSQ, which is Pacific Smiles Group, is up 7% today. A good business update from them with patient fee performance. NASDAQ futures currently up 42 as we go to air with this podcast. And BYE, Byron Energy, stirring a little, up 2.8% today. PAN, Panoramic Resources, not doing too well, caught up in that sell-off in base metals at the moment, down 5.6%. As were BOE, which is Boss Energy in the uranium space, down 4.8% today. They had an announcement today. Uh, they uh, No, it wasn't an announcement. It was a write-up from Macquarie and Bell Potters for the two favoured ASX uranium plays. Well, that didn't do much for them at all. And uh, Linus down 5.7%. Vulcan Energy down 5.2%. Lithium under a bit of pressure. There was uh, a report that one eagle-eyed member had sent me uh, regarding an EU push to make lithium a hazard in the EU. Also today, a speculative stock of the day is a stock called Pergullion. PLG is the stock code there. It was up 32% today. And uh, not great volume, but better than anything else. It did have a stock exchange query yesterday. PLG is the stock code. Nothing else. There were 16.1 million shares traded today. Close to 6.6 cents. In the news today, Atlas Arterial 
knock back the IFM investors' demand for confidential information. So they have to make do with what is publicly available. Having said that, Atlas Arterial has always been very, very free and very, very good at providing information to brokers and analysts about their debt position and their passenger or their traffic numbers rather in Europe. Very, very thorough from my experience. I used to spend hours with them going through their numbers. Breville Group confirmed it expects full year 2022 earnings before interest and tax be in line with previous guidance and market consensus of about 156 million. And AGL Energy has extended the outage at its Loy Yang A coal plant in Victoria by at least six weeks. Virgin Australia is considering an IPO as early as next year. And Westpac Banking is considering a new capital notes offer and may include reinvestment offer for certain capital note two holders. And the buy now, pay later sector could fall under national credit laws, according to Financial Services Minister, well, new Financial Services Minister, Stephen Jones. On the economic front today, business turnover for accommodation and food services continues to rise in April, 7.6% higher. Uh, Australians travelling more and socialising more. Large increases in information, media and telecommunications, 8%. And we also saw large rises were recorded in mining, 40% up, followed by transport, postal and warehousing, 32.6% higher. Construction saw the largest percentage fall across the industries, decreasing by 8.9% in April. That was generally for residential building businesses. Over in Asia, we did get Chinese Consumer Price Index today, rose 2.1% in May year on year. And the figures were in line with expectations and the same as April's growth. And the producer price index also rose 6.4% year on year after an 8% gain in April. So certainly not seeing the same pressures in China as we are seeing elsewhere in the world. Maybe the lockdowns have a lot to do with that. And just to make matters worse in the semiconductor business, South Korean truck drivers are embarking on a broader and more aggressive strike action today, threatening to severely curtail shipments of raw materials for semiconductors and petrochemical products. Over in the US tonight, it's the biggie. It's the one we've been waiting for, CPI tonight. Economists are expecting year-over-year increases of 8.3% for the main there and 5.9% for the core index, which is what the Federal Reserve looks at which excludes the more volatile food and energy prices. They may be more volatile, but they are kind of essential, and there's no way that people can get out of those. European futures looking to open a little weaker. Italian 10-year bonds, let's put this in perspective, are 3.72%, meaning the ECB is well and truly behind the curve. And French Central Bank Governor has talked about what he calls the neutral rate for interest rates. And he thinks that neutral rate is somewhere between 1% and 2%, given that EU rates are not even close yet to 1%. There's obviously a little way to go in that. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Hope you have a great long weekend. Of course, CPI tonight, that's the big one. And that will certainly determine how we open on Tuesday. Stay safe. Double demerit points apply, don't forget.